Hey y'all and welcome to Mystery Murder Mayhem. Um, I woke up sick again. I don't know what's going on. I've got a really sore throat. So instead of muddling through a brand new episode and making y'all listen to this horrible voice that I've got going on, I'm going to do a throwback tonight and tonight's episode is going to be a throwback about um, Elaine Campion and it aired about this time last year. It aired on December the 17th, but it was actually a What the Friday episode. But anyway, um, y'all have a good day. Have a good week. And I'll be back, hopefully, for What the Friday on Friday night. I don't understand. I don't understand if I don't. And the next thing I know is I've got people at my house. Mm-hmm. Guy with a blue outfit with orange on it in my bedroom. As uh, a police officer telling me something about charges, I'm asking where my daughters are, and they're just looking at me, telling me I think I need to put handcuffs on me. I need to get on a stretcher, and I'm still asking them where my my daughters are, and that's all. Those are the chilling words of a mother accused of killing her two little girls. Welcome to an all-new episode of What the Friday. Elaine Campion was, by all accounts and appearances, a loving mother. But as we all know from past episodes about moms who kill, one stray thought can lead to irreversible horror. Welcome to What the Friday, an After Dark series presented by Mystery, Murder, and Magic. In 2005, Elaine Campion and her husband Leonardo separated after Elaine accused him of abusing her through nearly their entire marriage. He was soon arrested and facing charges of four counts of assault, one count of assault causing bodily harm, and one count of uttering threats. These events were alleged to have happened between 2004 and 2005. At one point, Leonardo told Elaine that she would never see their daughters again, and he threatened to tell everyone that she was mentally unfit to raise their kids. Now, it was true that Elaine was suffering mentally. After attempting suicide, she spent some time in a psychiatric ward, and it's also known that Elaine had delusions of people trying to kill her and trying to take her girls. So what would cause a mom who seemed to want to protect her children from an abusive husband to kill those very children? And I'm just going to back up. So what happened last night? Sophie was having a bath. I was videotaping her from my mother singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star because that's her favorite song. Mm-hmm. She sings it every night for my mom. Right. And I was doing that and she would start to do backflips and she got a little bit of water in her ear. So I stopped the videotape because she panicked. And then I picked her up and then that was it. Then I went over to see Serena because she was coloring, asking her to clean up her coloring. She's got to get ready for bed, pick up her pajamas. Mm-hmm. And that's all. And the next thing I remember is these people are in my house. Okay. You talked about they, they were in the bath. Sophia was, Sophie in, the was bath in the bath. Sophia was in the bath. What herself. about Serena? Did you ever put Serena in the bathtub? 
Serena's always in the bathtub with Serena, but she wasn't in the bathtub with Sophia. She was busy coloring and cleaning up her mess and picking mm -hmm. out pajamas. Mm -hmm. And then why were you videotaping? To send to my mother, okay. her singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Okay. And had you done any of this videotaping prior to last night? There's just videotapes, little bits of here and there. There should be birthday okay. tapes. There should be other tapes of the two of them in a tub together. There should be, there's lots of different kinds of little bits of, bits of tapes mm -hmm. on the video camera. Okay. At what point did you put the videotape away? After I went to go give Serena her bath. And she was saying she was going to get ready for bath. I put the video camera in the living room. Now with all this pressure balling up and you were making a videotape for your mother, any point, did you do anything in the, the, in the bathroom? I remember we sing songs, we usually sing ABCs, we usually sing the five little duckies. The usual routine that we always take. Okay. That's all I remember is singing the same songs. They sing, you know, joy, joy to the world, you know, all the songs that they love. Mm -hmm. It's the same songs they sing over and over and over again. Where do you, where do you think your children are now? I assume my husband has them. From the audio, it sounds like the night started like any other normal night in their home. The kids were playing, getting a bath, and getting ready for bed. She mentions that 19-month-old Sophia was in the bath alone and panicked when she got water in her ear. Elaine claims that Sophia was showing her how she could float on her back. Early on in the audio, the investigator asked, Elaine, if she did anything while she was in the bathroom with her child, but her response was that they sang songs like they normally did. And when he asked her where her children are now, she responds that she assumes that her husband has them. So it's like her memory totally wiped out everything from when they were singing until when authorities were at her home the next day. But listen as the investigator tells her that her children are deceased. You've been charged with murder. You understand that both the children, Sophia and Serena, are both deceased. During that, did you push her under the water? No. Sure, Elaine? are my babies. I've been taking them to swimming lessons and trying to teach them not to be scared of the water. Well, you took this medication, right? Yes. And you said you wanted to end your life. You wanted to end it all. I wouldn't kill my babies. My babies are my life. I understand that. It's one thing is I don't want to live, but I want to live. These are my babies. Mm -hmm. My parents could have took them. Did you take your medication before the bottle of medication, before or after? After the bath? In between the baths. I In think. between? 
open is your in-between. Mm-hmm. So when you say in-between, they were in their bath, taking their baths, and then, then you took the medication? Yeah, because Serena was in the bedroom getting, I had a, a brood of water, and Serena was getting the, the pink, the, the purple flowery princess dress mm-hmm. and asking me if she could wear it for bed. Mm-hmm. I would never reason with people. Did you catch the part where the investigator mentions that she had taken medication and wanted to end her own life? Now, it is known that she had been given antipsychotics after leaving the psychiatric ward, but it's unclear in my findings if that is the medication that the investigator is referring to. You can hear her say again and again that she would never kill her babies and that she loves her babies. And it seems like she's just truly unclear of what happened that night. After the children's bath, she goes on to tell the investigator what she thinks happened next. Serena went, went to swimming and she hit the 
corner of all the cement things and it was really dark and had been fading and Serena's bruise was from when she tripped on the sidewalk and there was 10 other witnesses who saw that and it was really dark mm. they, they were fading and all of a sudden they were all dark mm. and they looked pale they mm. looked sick mm. And, you, and is that point that you call or did you call later? they called then this part is all blurry. I don't know. All I remember is trying to figure out why they weren't calling. I was shaking them and mm -hmm. asking them to wake up, and usually they'll wake up for me. I called Sophia and she wanted her bobo, and she wasn't moving for me. Mm -hmm. And she always wants her bobo. What's her bobo? Her bottle. Her bottle. Or she calls it un bottle. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't calling for it. She wasn't asking for it. Mm -hmm. She was just laying there. She loves her bottle. Since I stopped breastfeeding, mm -hmm. she's clung to her bottle now because I don't breastfeed. So apparently Sophia and Serena slept with their mom each night. But she had came to bed later than them that night, and that's when she noticed that they were both cold and had weird coloring. And you can hear the genuine compassion in the investigator's voice as he talks to Elaine. Now, I'm not so sure that I could have been so calm and collected, knowing what she had done to those kids, even if she hadn't admitted to it at that point. But this is what makes good investigators. If you want a suspect to talk, you empathize with them. This is why I'm not an investigator or in law enforcement, you know, at all. So, but I can remember thinking the same thing through the Susan Smith case until she cracked and confessed. I wanted to scream, we all know you did something to those kids, Susan. You know, so tell us now, but I'm pretty sure she wouldn't have told me anything. Now, notice here she also mentioned bruises on the kids from other events. She'll mention that again later on, and she's still unclear as to what happened to her kids. The investigator asked her throughout the interrogation several times and in several ways what happened from that point after the bath. Let's go back. You kind of stop right at the bath. Sophia went to, she wanted her bath, she went and picked up her pajamas, got her diaper, mm -hmm. put it on the sink, Serena's still in the living room doing whatever, I was running the bath water, went outside again to ask Serena if she's going to take a bath or not, she said she wasn't going to, so I had to go back and turn off the bath water before, you know, it overflowed, mm -hmm. and then Sophia was getting all undressed, ready to get in the tub, and then asked her if she wanted to take pictures for her Grammy, and she said, yeah, she wanted to sing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. So then she went to lay backwards, and water got inside of her ear, and she started to panic. Mm -hmm. So I stopped and held her and picked her up, told her it was okay. And then I stopped there, ran back over to see what Serena's doing, because I could hear her pulling stuff out of the 
cupboards and asked her if she was going to clean up her mess. And then she was doing sign language, I love you, and, and telling me, who do you love? I love mommy. How much do you love her? I love her to the moon and back. And then I said, are you ready to take a bath? And she said, yes. And then I shut off that, shut off that uh, video camera. And then she came running in to get her pajamas. What about Sophia? Sophia was still sitting in the tub. In the tub? Was only about. I allowed her to have about this deep, deep of water. Well, how deep is that? How many inches would that be? About this deep. I only allowed her to have it that deep. What would you call that? I don't have how many inches covered up this deep. Really? Comfortable, because she, because she's little. When Serene is in the tub, I let it fill up quite a bit mm -hmm. because she likes to. They said it was said, it was almost overflowing. Well, she said she was going to overflow. Like if I left it going, it was going to keep on going. Mm -hmm. So I stopped the water from flowing. And okay. there's a plug down mm -hmm. like that. And how deep was it at that point? Probably about that deep. So it would have, she would have been over what she should have been allowed to have. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she was having, you, you mentioned that she put her head back. Yeah, or the she, water was the water got into the side, the side of the ear and she got all upset so mm -hmm. then I stopped the water stopped the failure because she doesn't she's learning to lay back floats in her singing lessons I'm supposed to encourage her to do lay back floats but you can't float in that much water like well for yeah but for her to even lay backwards is a big deal for her because mm -hmm. she doesn't like to get her and then we do front floats where she sticks her mouth in the water and blows bubbles. Mm -hmm. Usually she'll do better if Sophia Serene is in the tub and Serena will do it, then Sophia will copy her. Mm -hmm. So we're both in the tub at, together? No, Serena was in her own tub. In her own tub? She went in, in her own tub like after. Okay. Waiting for Sophia to get there. And she was running all around, so I was chasing Serena to get her to come back to go in the tub. And she was picking out all these different pajamas she wanted. Serena was? Yes. Okay. So after Sophia fin finishes her bath, what, what, what do you do with Sophia? Sophia usually sits in the bathroom and waits. Sits in the bathroom and waits? Yes. But what did she do? She just night? lays, she usually just lays in and drinks her bobo. She has a bobo. Mm -hmm. While Serena's in the tub, sometimes she tries to crawl in the tub with her again, mm -hmm. or she has a pee in the potty. What did what she do on this evening? She just laid there and she had her bobo machine to drink her bobo. So when you say lay there, where was she laying? In front of the tub. There's a had a towel put up. She just mm -hmm. laid there and I was drying her off, and she wouldn't take her bobo. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't take her bobo. No. Usually she takes her bobo and drinks it. She was just laying there. Mm -hmm. She was tired from the day. Mm -hmm. She hadn't had a nap. Was she asleep at that point? She looked like she was about to fall asleep. Okay. So I just got her dressed and gave her her bobo and laid her down in her bed for about maybe 10, 15 minutes while I did Sophia Serena. And then I put them into my bed. Okay, so you gave, you gave Serena her 
her bobo afterwards. Sophia. Sorry. Sophia, Sophia. her bobo, but she didn't even drink it, which is unusual for her. Usually she drinks the, the I think it's eight ounce bottle of okay. bobo, and she didn't, she looked like she was ready to just sonk up. She mm. just sonked out. Okay. And that was, so you picked her up? Picked her up. I had put her diaper on, mm. put her pajamas on, picked her up, tried to somewhat dry her hair, put her in her baby bed. She stayed there for maybe 10, 15 minutes with her bobo while Serena went in the, in the tub and did her cup. Okay. And she played in there for like a half an hour doing her own thing. Mm -hmm. And then what happened then with Serena? Did you take any videotape of her? No. No? Why is that? She didn't ask for it. I was just doing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star for my mom. Mm -hmm. Serena sometimes doesn't like to have her tapes or her father. Or she had her videotaping doing I Love You. And she has, you know, she's three, so she tells you whether or not you can tape her or not. Mm -hmm. And Serena didn't want to be videotaped? No. no. Okay. All right. So what happens when she's finished her bath? She gets out of the tub and I dried her off. Mm -hmm. We both had naps. She looked like she was really, really tired. Mm -hmm. She gets bags underneath her eyes, just like me. Mm -hmm. I asked her if she wanted to brush her teeth. She was just like, Ugh. you know. So I just got her in her pajamas and put her into the bed. Mm -hmm. Did she have anything out of her sippy cup then? No, she didn't want a cup. Usually she has water after bedtime because mm -hmm. she has this fat tooth here, a rotten tooth. Mm -hmm. So she's supposed to drink water, mm -hmm. and I just laid them both in my bed. Mm -hmm. And then I went out to the living room, was cleaning up everything, came back, there's her pajamas, the bedding wasn't off, I pulled the, the bedding back up, mm -hmm. went back outside, was doing stuff, and then when I was getting tired from, I had took a bunch of pills, I was getting really tired, mm -hmm. and I came back, and then neither one of them wanted, she didn't want a bottle. Sophia Serena didn't want a cup. Neither one of them would, would turn over. Okay. They wouldn't turn to me, which they always do. They always would roll over mm -hmm. and fight over who gets to sleep beside me. Mm -hmm. And Sophia was just laying there, and her arm was hard. Mm -hmm. And I opened the blanket, and her feet were like a like a pinkish odd it wasn't her normal foot coloring mm -hmm. and then i checked serena serena's feet looked normal but up on her leg here was a purpley color so now it sounds like she's starting to open up and tell a bit more to the investigator she mentioned Sophia panicking again that she got water in her ear. And then she says that at that point, she stopped the filming. According to Elaine, after both girls had gotten a bath, she left the baby Sophia laying on a towel in the bathroom while she takes care of three-year-old Serena. She also said that usually Sophia would take her bottle at that time, but she wouldn't take it at that, that night. Was she already deceased at this point? And normally the girls would take a bath together, but this time they bathed separately. She also mentioned that both of the children seemed more tired, 
or lethargic than usual. And just like Sophia wouldn't take her bottle, Serena didn't want her sippy cup. And did you hear her say that she had taken a bunch of pills so she was tired? It isn't until she's tired herself and goes to get in bed with her children that she notices that something isn't quite right. The kids would usually fight over who would lay next to her, but not that night. And she notices a hardened arm, odd coloring, and some bruising. At that point, the investigator starts asking again what happened that night. And this time you can sense the urgency picking up in his voice. me feel good as a parent and as a person too that you know here we've been talking for a little while here and I you know when I leave this room I want to be able to say that you're not this monster and that this all this that was on your shoulders and it's it's my job to go out and explain my children have no idea what happened I don't even know what I will say to them when I see them again. Because they knew nothing. They knew nothing. They trusted me more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And they trust that what you were doing was the right thing? I don't know if you can answer that. Yeah. How do you feel? Do you feel you're doing the right thing? I would like to take one silver spoon. Mm-hmm. No, you have to answer the card. No, you do. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this is a tough thing. I mean, I don't know what would it be worse as the parent, because you here, here you are now, and your babies aren't with. We were easy pregnancies. We had two C-sections. Serena almost died. Mm-hmm. Sophia almost died the first month she was born. She had a fight for her life. Mm-hmm. They were they were strong, both girls, mm-hmm. and I raised them to be strong little girls. Okay. So, do you understand everything that's happened here today? 
I mean, you, you're, you understand that. Yes, I'll be in charge. Yeah, and, and and you understand it's two counts of first degree murder for both your children. You understand that? I went back and I talked about you know the autopsy there and that's going to that's going to be conducted probably tomorrow. Just as long as they can have an open casket where their faces aren't chopped up or anything, please. Well, one of the things they have to go through and, and determine whether in fact this was a drowning death. And there's they don't cut up their faces. No, no, they don't. <clears throat> but this. There may be other tests that they have to ensure. The only other reason that they might have to look at the face, that there might be other marks, is whether there was anything to do with strangulation or anything like that. Is there anything to do with that, strangulation? I didn't choke my children. You didn't choke your children. Okay. And I know you talked about when they're taking the bath and the baths, and there's no doubt in my mind. I, I, I know that you're responsible for the, their, their deaths. But one of the things is, you know, you mentioned about how your child was in the bath, and I believe it was Serena, Sophia, Sophia was went first, and you talked about how she panicked. Well, the reason that she's panicking is you're holding her down under the water. Oh, that's what she, it shows right in the videotape. She was trying to show she could float backwards mm -hmm. and any part this ear got in the water and she's scared of water getting in her ear. And it shows me grabbing her with my hand and pulling her up, telling her it's okay. And then I shut off the video camera and took her out of the water because she's learning well, to float Isn't it true you should, after you shut off the video that you pushed her down under the water? I cannot Isn't that what it's going to show that water's under in her lungs? I and isn't that the same thing that's going to show in the other child, in Serena, there's going to be water in their lungs because you push those children underneath the water. Isn't that what happened? You push them under the water. They couldn't breathe. They're looking up at you. They're saying, please help me, mommy. And all you can see is their eyes open. And they're looking and saying, what are you doing, mommy? They can't breathe. And all you see is air bubbles and you hold them down long enough but they cannot breathe. And they're thinking, what are you doing, mommy? Mommy, we love you. And now, you know, hopefully they're in a better place, but they're without their mommy. But that vision that goes through your head, looking at your children, having pushed them down under the water, where they take in water and they can't breathe. Isn't that what happened? Because all the pressure's on your shoulders. Everything else, you thought they'd be in a better place if you were dead yourself. And now your children and both, all three of you can be united together in heaven. Isn't that what happened? Is there anything else that you want to tell me?
just want to make sure that they know the bruises were there beforehand. I have witnesses that can prove that those bruises on so the her bruises, head. You're not responsible for no. the bruises, the drowning you are? I cannot speak until I have a legal advocate, but I will speak upon the bruises because they are witnesses, adult witnesses, who can verify those bruises were there beforehand. Well, you won't talk about the drowning? No, not without a legal. And just like that, Elaine stops answering questions, saying that she doesn't or she's not allowed to answer questions without legal counsel there. But she did tell the investigator that the children died peacefully. And I do have to say that clip that I just played is probably the hardest one to listen to out of all of those. And here again, she mentions the bruises that were already on Sophia and Serena and goes on to say that she had witnesses who are le- or who are adults that could say how those bruises happened. So from listening to these audio clips, it's easy to assume that all of this happened one night and the next day is when she realized her children were deceased and she called the authorities. But that's not what happened at all because there was already an odor of decomposition in the house when authorities arrived. And it is believed that she had actually drowned Sophia and Serena two days earlier, not the night before. And those poor babies were found dressed in their pajamas, lying in their mom's bed, holding hands, and had a rosary and a photo album between them. All of this took place only days before she and Leonardo were to appear in court for a custody hearing. So authorities say that she drowned those two little girls in the bathtub to keep her soon-to-be ex-husband from getting custody. Elaine was arrested the same day that she called police and charged with two counts of first-degree murder, but it would be four years before she would go to trial. Remember that videotape that she mentioned in the interrogation? They were used during the trial, and it was quite shocking. The videotape did include footage of Sophia and Serena like she said it did, but it also contained video of Elaine talking as if she were talking to Leonardo about the two girls in the past tense, like she was saying, hey, I did kill them, but there was no other choice. And the prosecution was quick to use those words against her. Here are the first two and a half minutes of audio from that video. Thank you. 
Because there's no way I could have them with you. You're my hideous monster. The things you used to do to me. I still have horrific nightmares all the time because of you. You're an evil, horrible man. I begged the courts to let me go home where I could be protected by my family. I went through lawyers fighting. This last lawyer, even with all the papers I showed, telling her, look, you know, he's lying. There's nothing wrong with me mentally. There isn't. I'm scared of you. I'm scared of everything, of your family. Everything you've told me over the years is the truth. And I'm just going to God, because God is the only one who cares and can protect me. Because you are the devil, Leo. You are the psychotic devil. And I should have stayed away from you the first time you beat me when I was first met you when I was, what, 21, 22? I should have ran away from you far then. At least the girls and I will be together in heaven, protected and safe from you. You can't hurt us, you can't torture us, you can't bother me anymore. You can't sit there and control me. You have me locked into a county where I have no friends, no family. You got it so I couldn't even go see my own parents. At least the girls and I will be together in heaven. Did you catch it when she said that guy was taking care of Leonardo's daughters now? I do have to say that until I watched that video, I really thought that maybe Elaine was in a catatonic state from the pills she had taken. But after watching that, I fully believe that she damn well knew what she was doing. And I fully believe that it was as revenge. Um, I can't say one way or the other that he did beat her. I mean, there was charges brought against him. So, I mean, there had to be some type of proof, but I believe that was truly her way of, of hurting him the way that he had hurt her. Now it is believed that she filmed that video just minutes after drowning Sophia and Serena. Yes, she appears to cry in the video, but Susan Smith appeared to cry too. I really believe that she simply did not want Leonardo to have custody of their children and she'd do anything to stop him from having that. Maybe he was abusive and court records say that he was, but there are just no words for any of that. That video is rather long, but she goes on ranting about what a horrible person Leonardo was. And again, I'm not saying that he wasn't. Pretty much everything came out during the trial, including the abuse she suffered from Leonardo and her mental illness and suicide attempt history. They talked about her stays in a psych ward, those delusions of people trying to kill her and steal, um, steal her girls. And get this, it was brought out in court that Elaine exhibited strange behaviors, such as not letting one of her daughters touch anything that was red, and she claims to have seen aliens. Prosecution did agree with the defense that Elaine was mentally ill, but when it came to her being responsible for the crime she committed, her defense denied that she was. They said that she didn't know right from wrong, but the prosecution fought back with that even though she suffers from mental illness, she knew exactly what she was doing, knew it was wrong, and she did it just so that the girl's father couldn't have custody of them. 
The trial itself went on for seven weeks, and jury deliberations went on for a week. On the third day of deliberations, the jury took a break to ask for a definition of what was morally wrong. But then finally, on November 15, 2010, the jury came back with guilty verdicts on both counts of first-degree murder for drowning her two very young daughters. As you can imagine, Elaine's entire body shook through the entire reading of the verdict, and when the judge announced that the verdict required a sentence of life in prison with no chance of parole for 25 years, she broke down in very loud sobs. The girl's father was not in court for her verdict or sentencing, but he did send a victim's impact statement that was read before the court. In it, he described how he couldn't get the mental image of his girls struggling to breathe as they were being held underwater out of his head, and he would be haunted by that image for the rest of his life. He didn't mention the charges against him or abusing Elaine or hitting his oldest daughter, but instead he he focused on the kids. In 2010, Elaine appealed her conviction, saying that she had not been properly coached on knowing right from wrong, but that appeal was dismissed in 2015. In September of 2019, the Parole Board of Canada approved allowing Elaine out on escorted leave, saying that she can attend an eight-week healthy relationship program at Ellen House, the Elizabeth Fry Society of Peel. It was approved because